Welcome to Confidently Lost, a podcast where we can navigate this crazy life we live and grow in confidence in order to be our best selves. Let's boost our confidence and walk this road together. Thank you so much for joining me as I share my experiences and what I'm learning along my own path and hopefully give you some comfort and peace for your own. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Confidently Lost. I am your host, Aaliyah Williams, and welcome to August. Holy crap. August is flying by. I am so not a fan of it. I am personally offended. I moved in, like, on the 6th of August, which obviously, so I lost that week preparing for the move, and then everything just had to go quicker and quicker and quicker. And now we're at the 21st of August, 22nd of August. And it's like, hmm, hmm, that's funny. Why is time flying by so, so quickly? Literally last, like two days ago, I was like visiting my family back home. And now I'm here. All moved into an entirely new place. I'm trying to embrace this entirely new like environment and just like phase of my life and it's been rough. It's been a rough birth of like getting into this place then all these like changes. I I just feel like a huge shift in me as well because since last week I'm gonna be honest your girl was on her girl time. I was on my period and the week before uh, all hell was breaking loose in my brain Um, I was on fire, but I wasn't feeling hot. You know what I mean? My mind was a little spicy. She was a little bit unhinged. And if you're a girl and you have terrible PMS symptoms right before your actual period, I'm with you there. I feel like that is the week, the, like the week leading up to my period is when I'm like, oh, I could literally care less about anything. And I, also care about everything all at once at the same time and I just want to cry and eat chocolate so that was what was happening and that's okay that's literally so okay because then immediately when I got my period I was like oh my god okay cool I'm not crazy I'm not crazy and I think I just really need to get back into like tracking my cycle I feel like a lot of women don't know anything about their cycles And then when I found out about my cycle and I knew that I was, I had these periods and flows of like, I was really, really energized this time of the month. And then I like lost all of my energy all of a sudden. And I was like, had no appetite. It's really, really, really important to know the phases of your cycle, especially if you are someone who ovulates, if you have a period, it's very, very important to at least help yourself regulate because of stress And I feel like I focus a lot on stress just because I feel like my life's goal is to literally, like one of my life's goals is to literally regulate myself and become a master of like anxiety. And the thing about leveling up in life, i.e. like just new things are happening, completely different challenges, like you're kind of forced into having all these new challenges that are stress inducing. And it's like, well, can you handle this level of of anxiety? Can you handle this responsibility? And I've been feeling that a lot recently, but within this past week, being on my cycle, I literally was drained of all of my energy. And all I really could do was just go to work, wake up, not worry, 
And it was really, really, really nice because then it gave me this perspective of like everything is working out the way it's supposed to be. And I can just relax and stay calm. And I really took into account all the ways I was, again, distracting myself. I remember last week I talked about distractions and I've noticed since last week that I still do distract myself, but I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at taking care of myself. I'm journaling more. I'm meeting up with friends and having conversations. I'm going out to events. I'm putting on a show and watching it fully. I'm not putting on a show and dedicating my time to cooking fully with presents and folding my clothes and doing all this stuff. I'm really embracing the art of individuality that is balanced. I feel like our society really praises individuality, doing things individually, and it's really good to ask for help. What I mean, and it's really good to have a sense of identity and individuality, I think it's also good to know that you can lean on people. You can lean on your community, you can lean on whatever brings you comfort, if it's helpful for you. I personally know that I really wanted to go on a solo trip. I really wanted to spend some time with myself, reconnecting with myself. And I used to be that way so much. I used to be so into my own individual time. There were a lot of factors as to why I was really, really secluded or isolated But that first year that I lived here in Atlanta, I literally was like, it was hard. Like that first six months was really hard. Being very alone, having this entire huge drive for acting, for this new life I was building. And it was also very lonely, but I learned to embrace my my individuality and my, you know, independence Then when I made some friends, the friends that I made in January of 2022, who I love to death, I love them so much, that community of actors and then falling into deeper friendships with other people outside of that community really gave me a sense of home and a sense of stability and and excitement. And I still regained my individuality, my independence and I also learned how to balance that with friendships and people I interacted with. I really admired and cherished my independence and my own time because it was all about me. And when I come into contact with certain people, especially people that I really, really, really like, I for some reason can give my power away and my attention away and forget that I still have as much power to do whatever I want to do. FOMO comes in, insecurities, anxieties, X, Y, and Z. And I think I've lost that a little bit. My strength in my independence and my own personal free time. And I think that if people focused more on how they come into their friendships and come into meeting with their friends through self-love practices... That makes every relationship better. And I think that because I've been neglecting my own personal free time and kind of, I would say, 
yeah, I would say neglecting it and not necessarily using it as a constructive time for myself. It has brought me into relationships, although wonderful and good, I feel insecure and or not as stable and anxious when things come up. And I won't discredit any of the things that I'm going through right now. I'm not going to lie and be like, well, you know, it's just my reactions to everything. But in reality, in my reality, it is. I think that it's really important to keep in mind that it's not really about other people and what they do to you. It's what you do with what they do to you. It's your reaction to them. And it's really hard, especially if you have such an open heart, to regulate, to think that it's not about you or to not take things personally um, and to really find your inner strength. So in light of that, I am kind of formulating some ideas to help myself come back to myself, to help myself set myself up for success and become the person that I want to be. But in reality, I already am this person that I want to be. I just have to show up and be her and fully believe that I'm worthy of it all. And I think that if you are in a period of your life where you're like not necessarily happy or you feel like something's off, being alone, solitude is like the best way to start healing yourself. And again, gotta reiterate, we're not always a self-improvement project, but if you feel like you need it, solitude helps so much. Getting help, reaching out, it's not about like, it's not about no contact, it's just about taking intentional time for yourself to be alone, to figure out what you want, to enjoy your life and your experience by treating yourself, by exploring your hobbies, by not judging yourself and not having the influences of other people. You're allowed to say no and you're allowed to say yes to yourself. So here are a couple things that I would love to start implementing for myself and hopefully it can give you some ideas about getting comfortable with being alone and being in your solitude and enjoying your own time. You can discover so much about yourself, especially if you do it from a lens of fun versus judgment. You can just enjoy your time. And the first thing that I really want to begin enjoying again, because I've gotten out of practice, is my morning routine. I feel like the mornings are super hard for me. If you struggle with mornings, if you struggle with getting out of bed, if you struggle with feeling like you don't even want to start your work, you don't, you want to wait to the last second to get out of bed, you want to wait to the last second to leave. I do this a lot. I think it's procrastination and frankly, it's bothersome for me and my productivity and my life. So I think having enough time in the morning that I can enjoy to set myself up for success is amazing. I just recently watched Lior Alexandra on YouTube and her like ideal morning routine. She has a very inspiring long morning routine that's not necessarily filled with a bunch of like trendy things. She she meditates, she journals, she does some movement, she visualizes, like those are big chunks of her morning routine and they all take about an hour. Now, not all of us just have an hour in our day to just do all of that and then start going. We can always make an hour, but it really does depend on how early you wake up. But I was really inspired by her morning routine. She said she would rather set herself up for success 
and see herself succeed in the day and be intentional with her time versus feeling like she has no choice but to just take on the day with whatever she's got when she wakes up. And I don't want that either, that she says that every single time she does it, she feels better. And when I look back at the years that I meditated first thing in the morning, I felt so prepared, so good for my day. I had so much to learn, but I still felt capable each morning. And because I've gotten out of practice of that, it's it's hard to get back into it. And it's not bad or like a bad sign that I stopped meditating. I just believe that each phase is for each thing. And this phase of my life, I'm being called back to meditate. I'm being called to really chip away at myself again. And so in the morning, I want to be able to wake up without stress so I can just wake up and know that I have enough time and wake up and feel good and wake up and journal immediately, open the blinds, meditate for a second, and then be like, okay, cool. I'm going to enjoy whatever else I have to do. That is like the biggest thing for me. She mentioned in her video that the morning routine really starts at night because in order to wake up earlier or have more time, you need to go to bed earlier so that you can fix your sleep. So having a good night routine will help you have a good morning routine. And a night routine does not have to be elaborate or as crazy as the morning routine. It can be simple and fun. Like maybe just reading like a couple pages of a book before you go to bed just to settle down, setting your intention for the next day. And then the next day you'll feel more inspired to wake up and start living that intention. I really do believe in that. My mom used to say to me that I always did well whenever I had my lists and I would make these lists when I was younger. Like it was so funny. I was like 10 years old and I would like make a list of like all the things that I would do the next day. Like like kind of like a checklist before going to school. Maybe 10 is a little young, more like closer to 12. Like when I was like 12 years old, I like made these lists where I would like write, you know, wake up, brush teeth, brush hair, put on your clothes, don't forget your headband, go grab your soda and put it in your lunchbox, make your lunch, don't forget your notebook or your project. And I would just write all these little bullet points and I would check them off as I did them the next morning. And it gave me a curriculum, like a thing that I could do that didn't feel like I like overwhelming. It felt comforting because of the fact that I was following something that I had already done for myself and I was setting myself up for success as a 12 year old. And like, it is my favorite thing to do to make lists in general, but to make lists that you can check off and have like a thing to go through is just so satisfying. So I think I need to do that. I think I need to start doing that. Um, So having a morning routine where I can just write down the night before all the things that I'm going to do for my morning routine without being like, so crazy strict about it I think I'll feel a lot better when I wake up and I see this list and it encourages me to like hey at least do two minutes of meditation five minutes ten minutes like you can do it it's fine you're not gonna die if you don't and you're not gonna die if if you do you're gonna be okay I think personally for me meditation is really hard right now just because of the fact that I feel so far away from myself in some aspects. I feel like I'm being challenged with a lot of things. But it's also not entirely true. 
I feel extremely close to myself because I'm always paying attention to myself. So I'm a little lost and that's all right, but like anything else, I'm not going to let it overwhelm me. And if it is overwhelming, I'm going to allow it to be there and then I'm going to move on and choose choose myself, choose something better for myself. And if it's overwhelming for myself, I'm going to acknowledge it and I'm going to choose myself and my peace regardless and in spite of and because I love all of me and because I know that even if I am overwhelmed, I still deserve to be fully capable and feel like I can do anything, which is true because I can't. Number one for me or the first thing that I'm mentioning is like a morning routine, a night routine, a morning routine and enjoying my mornings because like that is your own personal time that will show you a lot about yourself. It'll show you your habits really quick. It'll show you your thoughts really quick. It'll show you the first thing you think about and the first thing you worry about each morning. It'll show you the last thing you worry about, the last thing you think about, the last thing you want at night, the first thing you want in the morning. It'll show you your dreams and desires. If you wake up in the morning and you journal and you visualize and you meditate and you just witness yourself. And so I think that's a really good way of starting your day is being alone with yourself because you're witnessing after sleeping your own experience and immediately going to your phone and distracting yourself or calling that person or emailing or even being with your partner. Like that's fantastic. Taking time still to ground yourself in your own body, in your own day, in whatever is happening will make you feel more comforted and more secure to take on whatever it is to take on your day. The next thing I like am formulating are like my creative little solitude moments, my individual independent moments. And one of my friends recently mentioned um, artist dates. If you've ever heard of Artist Way, you probably know what these are. I myself am an artist and I feel like I don't do these artist dates as much as I'd like Um, and they're fun to do with other people. I think sometimes when I do artist dates with other people like going to a show or talking about a script or watching a movie, it's fun but you're also interacting with another person and, and a lot of energy is going different places. If you even slow down and do these artist dates by yourself truly you'll have a more visceral, more real, more personal experience. And it's all really about doing it alone because your experience will inform like what you're interested in or what brings you joy or what doesn't bring you joy if you try out these artist dates. I know for me, an artist date is going to the movies alone. I love going to the movies alone and I just haven't been in so long alone. I believe sometime this week I'm going to plan on going to the movie theater alone or watching a movie alone by myself intentionally, putting all the distractions away, making a little snack, putting a movie on and just watching something new, something old that I haven't seen in a while. These are like personal independent things that will bring me back to my own experience and inspire me. The whole point of these individual solitude like self-care things is to help you come back to 
what sparks joy in you, what sparks passion, what interests you, giving you life again and reconnecting with your childhood, your soul, your essence, your nature of fun. And that's how I like to think about it because I feel like as adults, we, I feel like as adults, humans can really harden and forget that we are still allowed to have fun. We're still allowed to enjoy. And if you would enjoy and then have fun more often than not, that's fucking amazing. That's the best. Some more creative things that I'm really wanting to lean into is writing, like script writing, poetry, just writing whatever my thoughts are down on a piece of paper or on my on my laptop, painting, watching more shows, like going to shows, going to theaters, going to plays, going to concerts, that would be amazing. Watching a new show or a movie like on whatever I have on my TV or even going to the movie theater. And going to the movies goes back to the artist date, like taking myself out to go see a movie, taking myself to the museum, taking myself on a walk, and just like witnessing the walk. Another thing I've been like really dying to do is just go on a solo trip. And I feel like if I go on a solo trip, it's either going to go really, really well or really, really bad. Because being alone in like a new place or even a place I've been in, like could be really isolating and I my anxiety might come up or it could but just be like the most amazing time. And I think a solo trip, like going out into the woods on a trail, like on a hike, you know, taking a weekend off to go travel to kind of like a, I wouldn't call it a staycation, but like travel to another city in your state and stay there for a couple days. That sounds so intriguing to me because you're doing something fun you're in a new environment. It's, it's almost like just having, having a little vacation for yourself. And all you are going to do is just like be by yourself, be alone and enjoy whatever you see around you. I think another big step in like me kind of prioritizing my independence is turning my phone off or putting it on do not disturb and actively following that rule we're putting limits on my apps and like trying to actually follow that rule. I can't even tell you how many fucking times I've literally like said ignore like for the next like remind me in 15 minutes and then I'll then I'll, then my app will time out again because social media and scrolling and being on your phone is so captivating and it's fun but it, you're not living life if you're scrolling. So putting your phone away, being slow, journaling, taking yourself out on a date and having no distractions. I would say keep your phone on in case there's an emergency, but like you don't have to like respond to everything. It's really distracting, especially if you're trying to prioritize yourself. Small mundane things like cleaning or cooking are really good, especially with no distractions. And in these times of solitude, I think it's best to not put pressure on myself to be or do anything. It's almost like I am allowed like four hours this evening to do whatever I want. Okay, go. Be free. Like I don't have to do anything. I don't have a deadline. I don't have an assignment. I don't have to answer to anybody. 
I, I just have me and my car and my money and, you know, an iced coffee in hand and my cute little shoes and my sunglasses on and I can just do whatever I want. I can go thrift. I can go to a movie. I can go walk at the park. And during this whole thing, I think, and during this whole thing, all I'm going to do is just be curious and ask myself, what is the next best thing for me without having to overthink it? Like, what is going to expand me? What is it that I want in this moment? And what is the one step that I can take to get a little bit closer to it? That's like the broader version, but it's like, oh, I'm kind of in the mood to like, you know, watch, watch this old movie I haven't seen in a while. Okay. When can I do that this week? When can I do that today? Well, I can do that tomorrow after work. Okay, cool. You know, my roommate won't be here or, you know, I won't have to see anybody or I won't have to do anything for a little bit. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go sit down and do it. And it's almost like dating yourself. If you haven't dated yourself in a while, damn, you really should. I'm like getting excited about dating myself because I'm like, okay, I think there's a lot of things I want to do with you. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you out and I'm going to look nice. I'm going to, I'm going to look nice and I'm going to show up for you and I'm going to take you out and I'm going to pamper you and be intentional and listen to you. I think that that's what solitude and independence and being within yourself and healing those parts of yourself that are insecure, triggered, worried, anxious, sad, all the things, those things can be instantly soothed and looked at through a perspective and frame of love if you look at yourself as if you were the best thing in the world. If you're like, hey, I want to date you. I'm going to date myself because I love myself. Even if it's uncomfortable, dates are uncomfortable. If you have never been alone with yourself or you never like, if you don't like your solitude and you're constantly distracted or with other people, it's vitally important to go past the uncomfortability of getting to know yourself because it's that whole thing of like how can anybody really know you if you don't know yourself and being alone knowing what that feels like for you knowing that you have your own back all the time because let's face it that's the only thing that's real is that you are the only person in your life that is responsible for you 100% of the time if you can find peace in that through spending time with yourself, affirming yourself, getting to know what you like and what you don't like, dating yourself pretty much, the rest of it will fall into place and you'll learn to appreciate the fact that you have your own autonomous voice with other people in your life. You won't feel obligated to do certain things. You can say no. You won't feel bad if certain things are not in your path just yet. You'll be on your own path. You'll be at your own time and you can be secure in taking care of yourself because that's all that you can do. Why do people feel the need to always be entertained and always distracted by things when the most important experience, and it sounds selfish, the most important experience is your own. And I've really taken that to heart when I choose how to interact with people, when I choose how to wake up and handle myself, when I make myself dinner, when I decide if I'm going to hang out with somebody or not, or if I'm going to give them the time of day, 
if it's really worth my time to worry and stress about everything. I recently was shuffling through my liked songs and like I guess I had liked something that was actually like a 10 minute meditation. It was more of a contemplative meditation like not necessarily like lay down and think about it but it was just a guy talking over music and oh my god I was like crying in the middle of it. This meditation sent me on an existential spiral which was actually quite amazing and beautiful. And it was all about how we are literally vapors in this existence. The human experience is like the smallest edge of the fingernail compared to the entire nail. The entire time that the earth has been around, we are but a whisper in the wind. And it's just, it was just so interesting because he was like, whatever you're worried about, whatever you're stressed about, Your life is so small, so light, so quick. It's worth relaxing and enjoying and being with yourself and choosing to enjoy all of it anyway because it is just so fleeting and so finite and so small compared to what already has been and probably what will be. And that's a big big existential statement. It feels even bigger than me that this time of me spending in my in my apartment on my bed I'm just vibing and I'm, I'm on the I'm in August of the year of 2023 like inhuman time and I I don't have any place I need to be. I have places I want to go, but that place will always be the present moment. It's really helped me just relax and appreciate myself, and appreciate the fact that, like, I'm actually alive. And that's given me a lot of freedom and empowerment to really go for what I want, because if we plan and plan and plan and plan, you're wasting your own precious time, because whatever time you have is is precious in the eyes of of life. Your time is your biggest gift. Your life is your biggest gift. And things take time, and if we really want something to grow or to change or to be, time is what we focus on. So focusing on ourselves and focusing on what makes us better each moment, what makes us feel good each moment, what will help us, aid us, make us feel expansive, those are the things that will help us enjoy our life more and come to life from a better like from a better place and to meet all of joys and to meet all of life's joys with like open arms and your experience will be better. And that's why I like going slow and taking my time and enjoying my own time. I don't need that person. I don't need the next job. I don't need all this approval. I don't need anything. I just need to enjoy myself. It's that quote, Your mind is your home. Make it a nice place to be. Make it a nice place to live in. You got to enjoy yourself so you can enjoy your life. And there's no perfect way of doing that. And you're not always going to feel that way. And you don't have to do it fully and then be able to enjoy things. You can just, just be and enjoy. Take yourself out on a date. Get to know yourself. 
so that the next time you go try something or you meet a new person, you don't have to worry because there's nothing to worry about. You're just you. So embrace you and accept you. Get to know yourself by being alone with yourself. Reflection is like a beautiful word and a beautiful thing. When we look in the mirror, we see what we see. And when we reflect upon ourselves, we are looking at ourselves. We are looking at how we reacted to something. Why, why did I not do this? Why did I do this? I, what do I want out of life? What am I not looking at? What can I look at? What can I do? These are all beautiful things, beautiful questions, and reflection is a beautiful practice that solitude can give us. Reflection comes in forms of journaling. It comes in forms of trying new things, painting, brainstorming, going on a trip alone, even having a conversation with a friend that you haven't seen in a while, going to the movie theater and seeing something for yourself. In being alone, you're faced with whatever is there. If you can hold space for that, accept it, learn to nurture it, reflect upon it, you'll get to know yourself better and you'll start to love yourself more. If you allow yourself to embrace all the parts of you that are bad and all the parts of you that are good and all the parts in between, because every person goes through different phases. Every person has their really, really, really good moments and people have really, really bad moments. I know I have always good to go through this practice to establish that foundation of being like okay I know that I'm a good person I know that I messed up or I know that I want this I know that I'm genuine I'm intentional having that foundation through reflection and solitude and looking at yourself truthfully accepting that this experience is your own personal experience only only experienced through you That gives you all the empowerment, all the freedom, all the entitlement and worthiness that you could ever need. So embrace that and have fun with it. You don't need to be perfect. You just need to focus on yourself and the time that you have here. So I hope that whatever I said has helped you today. I know it has really, really inspired me to really prioritize where my energy goes to Calm down and know that I'm capable of whatever I want if I slow down and focus on myself and ask myself, what what do I want? I have everything that I could ever need. I have everything that I could ever want because I have myself. And you have yourself too. So get to know them. All right. I love you guys. Hope you have a beautiful day. Enjoy your week. I'll see you next time.